Oh, yeah. yeah. I didn't stop the red light. Didn't stop the Didn't stop anything. Almost got hit by a car. Oh, like boy. the fake little cars. And then I, and I, I practiced driving my dad's tractor and I crashed him into the pool. So. <laughs> well, you got your well, well, so here we are. We're having, we're having some really cool conversations with. Your what's your what? name? What's the name car? of your podcast group? Uh, we, we were, were just, I, just like, I don't know. We are, I don't know. Okay, well, this is the no names. Okay. And you, so that's what we're going to call you all, the no names? Sure. Yeah. And how many books have you guys read so far? Two. 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 What was the first book you read? So far from the bamboo grove. All right. And so does anyone want to tell the history of, of the book, like a quick blurb? Never mind. So basically, Japanese, yeah. I'm kind of merging both of their histories now that mm-hmm. we know more. So um, so the Japanese took over Korea, mm-hmm. but then the Japanese, and then after that, the Japanese started to, like, everyone realized the Japanese started to lose the war. Mm-hmm. So they collected more ammunition, they put more heavy, tax, not taxes, but they took, they gave them less rice, less food, so well, that... No, they, wasn't that Japan did that? Yeah, Japan did that. Yeah, Japan. Oh, I thought you said, like, Koreans... No, they didn't. And then, then after that... And then after that, Japan slowly they didn't admit, but they slowly started to lose it, like actually lose it, and then lose it like their temper, like lose their, lose their temper and lose the war. Okay. Yeah, it kind of was. And this cool. is what year about? What years? This is nineteen forty-five. So they started losing war. And then shortly after no, that, Korea was separated in into two after and Russia came. came. And All right, professors, professors, correcting you. Okay. But you don't don't let Professor Bobby like keep on talking. Okay, and then Russia over then Russia took over North Korea and North Korea and then all the Koreans thought they were great and like they were all good. They were their saviors but then Russia went to like total traitors. Oh boy, wow. You guys are really serious. Um North Korea but like if the Russians were one kind of stayed all like yeah, they don't die. So I gotta ask you a question. Um, you read so far from the Bamboo Grove. Mm-hmm. What did? What do you think? Since you finished the book, and then you finished the Year of Impossible Goodbyes, which is a flip of a perspective. Um, let's start with so far from Bamboo Grove. What happened at the end of the book? Um, uh, she was getting bullied. And when you say she, referring Yoko. to Yoko, the Yoko. protagonist, right? And so then her brother came. Her Heidi, Heidiko? Heidi Heidi yeah. Well, it's only been a couple of years since I've read the book, and I'm surprised I actually remember the name because I don't remember your names. And then Ko, so <gasps> is that Ko and her? Yeah, a little so bit. So Ko and Yoko <laughs> found, like, a lot of money that her mom had been hiding in their birth certificates. Oh. And then um, Yoko yeah. also won, like, 10,000 yen. Um, so what happened to mom? Yeah, what happened to mom? What the mother the dies like on the streets. What did you think about that scene? She was, was, the, it, was, it, was it was heartbreaking. So let me ask you this. That's kind of what I wanted to talk about. Did you see that coming? No, no, no. no. So, so do you remember when I met with you guys? Do you remember the last time I met with you guys? Pay attention. I said, pay attention to the mother because she's traveling, and where is she traveling? To the grandparents. Right, because to see her parents. So, didn't she seem different when she came back? Yeah, and she was sick. So, the author didn't come out and say it, right? What were the signs that she was different? She was like begging for water and stuff. She was crying a lot more. 
So she was sick. She was sick and, and the girls and the boy didn't know. So when well, she think, passed away on the bench, who was sitting next to her? Yeah, that was Yoko, pretty, that was heartbreaking. I didn't see that yeah, coming when I first read the book. The sad part was that like all that's true and that she just know, died on the streets. A bunch of people were there and Cole didn't even get to like see her mother before her I know. before she died. So Cole and Yoko ended up really trying their best to survive and in a in a country that was just recovering from war that was demolished and how what are some things that they did to survive? You like uh, they had, like so Cole like, got a job as a shoe shiner. Well, it was yeah. it wasn't and, really a job. It was like she just started doing it. To work and, and Yoko was like busy selling shoes. No, not shoes. So like, and then Cole started making kimonos, like not kimonos. kimonos, and she started making really pretty ones. So she used to sell them to her classmates and whoever wanted them. Yeah. And she got her classmates probably don't sell them. No, so, they, they, they stopped bullying her after they told me. All right, so you're talking about bullying is coming up quite a bit. So the bullying happened. Um, how did she? Someone said she stopped. Who was it that just said they stopped bullying her after? Me. Okay, tell us what you were just saying. <laughs> oh, wait, she said it. No, no say it loud. They stopped bullying her after, like, one of them, it was during, like, an exam or something, and they took away with her white thread, and she was still in white silk, so she used color thread, but you couldn't see, so they knew that she was really good at that. Ah, all right, so when you finished the book, I want you to, do you, so you don't have the books on you because we turned them in, correct? Yeah. Okay. Which no, just, I have I, Okay. I've got two questions for you. Two questions. You ready? Yeah. So, so far from Bamboo Grove, on a scale of one to five, five stars, one star. Um, I'm gonna cut, I'm gonna go from left to right. What would you rate so far from Bamboo Grove in terms of a book? Can you what do you think? Stars? I'll give it a four. Okay. Explain why. Oh, pretty good book, but there are some parts that. Mm. Oh, yeah. well. Cool. Yeah. Were they graphic? Yeah, yeah. Very, very graphic. graphic. Mm-hmm. Like, do you think that, do you think it captured war? Yeah. Yes. It and so, so, right. So, thinking about that and think about how to survive, um, I'm going to go to Nimish. You have four, right? Nimish? Probably 3.5. Tell me why. Like, the books are graphic, like, just showed us how. Like, no, probably four of them. Yeah, just showed us how bad war is and, like, how how much it affects so many people. Yeah. But I want you to think about those graphic, really hard times that she had to survive through. At the end, what happened? Did she survive? Yes. Did she grow as a person? Yes. I'm not not to say that war is you don't want war to have that happen, right? But she did grow as a person. Yeah. She at the beginning of the book, I think you could almost say she was kind of spoiled and entitled. She was extremely spoiled. She was She's a bad person. She, yeah, she was. I wouldn't say like she was bad. She was just young. Remember, she was, she was kind of like those girls that were bullying yeah. her at school. Like she, she was, was snobbish. Uh, so she, she had changed. She wanted right. She changed and changed for the better. And why, why? Because she was going through adversity, hardship, right? So when you finish a book, what you want to make sure is, is when you finish a book, reflect on, <laughs> oh my gosh, what did the, what's the author trying to teach me here and so far from being the grove? What was she trying to teach me? So I'm going to go to Anvi. What are you thinking? What was Yo- what is Yoko trying to teach you? Because she wrote her own memoir. So Yoko, I feel like she just wanted to teach us 
I don't know if this is true, but I think he wanted to teach us to be grateful for what we have and not dwell over what we want to have. Yeah. Be grateful. Okay, I hear you. I also feel there's a lot of family. Uh, the yeah. motif is family, 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 family. Yeah. So I, I think, um, think about the mother, think about that. Think about at the very end, uh, could you kind of come up with a theme? Because that's really how you come up with a theme. Like at the end, you say, what is, what is the author trying to teach me? I think you kind of took the mom's lesson. Yeah, she did. We should put grateful and family together to be we should be like I think it requires some conversation right it's not like one of those things that you can quickly come up with but I will say this that if she did not have those bonds of family if she did not have family support would she have survived yes or no no right so hope she had hope because she had family love and support. Um, and because of that, uh, she survived. So those those thoughts, that's what I think the author is trying to teach me. Let's go to the second book you read for your historical fiction, The Year of Impossible Goodbyes. Would someone very quickly give me a brief summary of the book? Yeah, Kate. So at first, they're in Korea, and when Japan is taken it over, and they're treated very good. And then the Japanese lose the war, and um, Korea is split down the 38th parallel between North Korea and South Korea. Yeah. And North Korea is controlled by Russians who are trying to colonize it. And South Korea is controlled by Americans. And um, so they try to stay South Korea. All right, and the protagonist in the book? And so she's Korean. Yeah. While the other book you read, same time period, she was Japanese. So there's perspectives. So I want you to think about that. So tonight, your reader's notebook, you ready to listen? You can actually work on this now. I want you to think about perspectives. We did side perspectives yesterday. Right, and you guys did such a good job of that. How about if you take a piece of graph paper or a piece of chart paper, or even on your reason notebook, and you split it in half. Are you following what I'm ready? Where I'm ready to go? The protagonist, um, so far from the bamboo grove, is Yoko. She's Japanese. You can not just the protagonist, but the whole story about the Japanese perspective and the Korean perspective, because you guys now have uh, the gift of having two different perspectives from the same war. Um, so I think that would be a really good way to process both books. So that's what I think you guys should do tonight for Reason Notebook, unless there's something else. So like third, maybe like a Venn diagram, maybe something similar. I would do this. I would do, yeah, you're right. You could do a Venn diagram. You could do a T-chart, right? Or you could do a Venn diagram where you're like similarities and then differences. Yeah. So what, I think that would be really cool. Yeah, I'd do a Venn diagram. because Yeah. yeah but, you know, you could do a, multiple Venn diagrams. You yeah. could say, okay, the protagonist. You could do a Venn diagram on them. You could do, I should have not drawn on that beautiful uh, yeah, masterpiece yeah. here. You could do a Venn diagram on the wars as a category. Oh, yeah. So each category can be a different Venn diagram. So maybe pick two, two categories, maybe the wars, the war, I should say, from different perspectives, and the protagonist from different perspectives. Is that, is that cool? Yeah. Do you guys want to do that today? For your readers' notebook? Yeah, and, um, and then show wait, it to me when you're done? For today's readers' notebook, we have um, I don't remember saying this was negotiation time for a small group. Let's negotiate. 
hi, kids, come on over to small group. We're not going to read. We're going to negotiate terms for your homework tonight. Yay! Yay! <laughs> All right. This has been a engagement reading podcast with Gabby, Kate, Nimish, some random person, <laughs> and Mrs. Garrett. Uh, the third book, we just have no idea what they want oh, to read. Let's have, talk a little bit about what you want to read oh, next. Yeah. I kind of want to expand just out of Korea and Japan and yeah, go like the whole yeah. World War II and kind of read about what happened in America. Oh, so you want to move away from Asia yeah, yeah, and go? We, I feel like we know a lot about this. Yes, well, I, I think we've kind of heard about Russia. Oh, you've had enough of war. No, I've had enough <laughs> of like war. Now you want to move to where other yeah. other places yeah. are a little bit miserable. Like, uh, like an Ellen Glass book. Mm -hmm. And I know that you have read some of you have read Refugee already, so yeah, that would I eliminate Refugee. Um, Unbroken. I was told that's like a really Unbroken. Good book. It's amazing. Yeah, so yes, I would say it's a memoir, just like no, it's not a memoir. It's it is a biography. Have it on Sora. You oh, wait, have yeah, it on Sora. It, yeah. When is it? When is it available? Um, I, no, like I have it. Like I got okay, it. Okay, gotcha. Okay, so why don't we? Uh, yes, but I can't get it to you when you want to. If you can get the book, and it has to be the kids' version. Oh, right. Oh. Well, you guys for now talk about the graphic in the children's oh, book I that I gave you how graphic it was, and now you're telling me, me that you want to read the adult never, version. Wait, you never let us read it though. I was gonna yeah. say a four and a half because like me I kind of like that they were explaining yeah, yeah. and showing like giving us like because I hate when books would just say yeah. something and don't give us like a yeah, image of it. Like I kind of want to be able to picture it, and that's why I was gonna so, give it a yeah. four and a half yeah. start. Yeah. So I kind of liked being able to know what was happening yeah. and being able to see it. Yeah, yeah, yeah and right. I kind of could like draw. It. And it was so realistic, good. right? He was realistic. It was a really really good book. Okay, so Unbroken is what you want to read next. I can't. Let's talk to right before uh, you go to recess to see to figure out who, how we're going to get the books. I I can I, use we don't have any books money. in the library. I, can use my I have money. a bunch of Barnes and Nobles gift cards. The thing is, I think I have the adult. Okay, so here's the deal. If you are yeah, reading, if you're, and I'm going to put this in the podcast. If you if you want to read the adult version, and I have it on my iPad, the adult version. Um, you might you will need to get a parent permission slip just to have your parents write a quick note. What's the other people? What are the other They're reading the Unbroken, the, uh, the teen version. So it's not like it's baby version. It's it's very similar to this. But there are parts of it uh, in that. And I read the book that gets so detailed about things that you might get lost. The, the, the lady that wrote Unbroken, Laura Hillenbrand, was bedridden when she wrote this book. She took two or three years to research. And she had multiple conversations with Louis Zamperini. So, um, all right, let's keep that as an option. I think you'd really like that book. Um, I don't I don't know how we're going to get it, but let's talk later on today. And we're off.